Welcome to episode 65 of the Collector's Quest podcast. Okay, here's a quick warning about this episode. It is not safe for work. So if you're in public, at work, in the car with kids, wherever you are, if it's someplace you wouldn't want someone to overhear something a little bit graphic, now's the time to stop. Okay, if you're good to go, here comes the episode where we talk about pornography and video games. Is it collectible? When did it start, really? And what is it like now? And is it collect? And what does the future look like? We don't get overly graphic or anything, but we just want to warn everybody just in case, because it definitely is an adult-themed episode. All right, same thing I ask every week. If you like what we're doing and you want it to continue, please go to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a shout-out on social media. These are the things you can do to help us. Thanks, and stay tuned. episode of collector's quest i'm cat here with johnny hey cat how's it going long time i know we've both been busy and we're finally i feel like catching up but we're gonna catch up on the podcast today i guess yeah oh you were sick and then i was a little sick and then you know when you get sick then you got to catch up on work and yeah it's like a domino effect right yeah, no here we are here we are <laughs> um the joys of being an adult yep all that adulting which <laughs> is totally lame because i'm not i don't like that no, but, you know, it, it'll all go back into a normal rhythm and then things won't be so chaotic. Yep, we're, you know, coming up on, on the Easter holiday and uh, on this holiest of holy holidays, I thought, <laughs> what better to talk about than uh, pornography? So, you know, that makes sense, right? Yes, and, and just to clarify, there is going to be some porn in relation to video games. We're not just going to have a whole podcast talking about porn. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then sidebar to all that. Hey, this episode is not safe for work and not safe for our younger listeners. So if you are under 18, please stop and do something else and forget this episode happened. Or if uh, you have your kids in the car, perfect time to, you know, listen to something else and then listen to this when they're not in the car. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Fair warning. Everyone is warned. It's not like we're going to get super graphic, but there will be references and adult talks. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not going to get triple X up in here, but we also are just going to say this is an adult episode. Yes. And that way we can just say what we need to say or want to say without kind of thinking, uh, should I maybe and stumbling across our work. Right. And, and this, we will relate this a little bit back to collecting, but as video games, as a whole have grown uh pornography has been there pornography has been a great driver of technology and our hobby uh which collecting and, and game playing mostly not the actual pornography hasn't done much with the collecting but those games have become collectible so i'm going to talk a little bit about that and a little bit about what's going on in video games and porn now now how we started and where we've got to sounds good to me Said now a bunch of times. Now that's okay. You're now? you're just uh, overtiredness. That's maybe your repeat word. Who knows? We'll just go with it. Yep, we're going right meow. 
You're going to be weirdly cognizant of how many times you say now, though. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be cognizant of that. I'm just going to keep doing it right now. Okay, fine. Don't okay. be cognizant of it then. I anyway, won't. continue. I won't. Uh, no, you go. Do you, what are you going to say? What am I going to say? Um, yeah. I Well, first and foremost, I think this will be a hilarious topic. I'm a little bit tired, so I feel like I might need more wrangling than Johnny today. Um, but I'm curious to know at the end of this, does anybody have a kind of like dedicated section of their collection where they've gone after all of these porn games and why? Is it because section. it's hilarious? Section. Yes, section. section. Sorry. You have a <laughs> section for porn games? And that, I want to know why, Are you why, punning though? intentionally? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I would. But I, I have a few. I can tell you right now. I have a few because I find them hilarious uh, or controversial. So I have right. a few. They're not like in a dedicated section, though. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah, no, please, please inform us how deep you guys went on this. Uh, and, you know, if you're playing at home, you could make this a drinking game. Every time there's an innuendo, double entendre or pun, like, how deep did you go? You can go ahead and drink, and we'll see just how smashed you are by the end of this episode. There oh, man, go. that could be... I, I don't know that you should encourage that. We are having an adult episode. <laughs> we can encourage adult behaviors. And if you're under 21, don't do that. Don't do it. Oh, okay. Well, if you're under 19 in Canada, then don't do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you're under 19. Unless you're in Quebec, and then I'm pretty sure it's 18. <laughs> oh, those crazy French Canadians, eh? With their <laughs> lower limits. Uh, but you know what? The good thing is, is though, you know, even though you might not be able to drink, you can still buy porn. <laughs> yes. Yep. Porn, lottery cigarettes. This is your world. You know, I don't advise you spend your money on any of those things, but that's me. Video games, however, that's where we're wasting them. Anyways, how did we begin with pornography and games? I mean, I guess we should go back to at least the most popular. I'm not, I didn't date stamp any of this, so if someone wants to uh, correct me later, that's fine. Obviously, there were like arcade games, and there was really some suggestive uh, pinball games out there. But if we go to Atari... They just had a fleet of them, right? Yes, and I think those are the ones that, for a lot of people, are maybe the most iconic it's in terms of the most well-known, maybe is a better way to phrase it. Yes, and also the most hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah, because, I mean, really, it's some crude pixels and uh, proportions might be a little out of whack, or what actually is going on might be a little hard to identify. Yes, I mean, these games, uh, well, they're they're not even good games. They don't... They don't convey, like, their sexiness rate is, like, low. So it, it's, like, got zero sex appeal, and it's not a good game. I can see why not many of them were made, but also there are, there was a market because they made 13 of them, and then well, the original publisher of the first, I think, four was Mystique. And when they went under, PlayAround picked up that and then made a bunch more on top of that. So, I wonder why why so many like did they I wonder how well they sold. <laughs> I would love to see sales data on that. I would love to. Like I just don't get like who is buying these? I don't know. And for collecting, these are very collectible. First off, people are super interested in them. There's 13 all of them by Playaround or Mystique except for one which was called X-Man, not X-Men, but X-Man. 
And I was like, it's I forget who made that one. But they all came in these like big like boxes, like old porno movies came in, like a big cardboard box. But then within that box was this little leatherette uh clamshell, this faux leather with a clasp and a lock. You had a lock <laughs> and key that they gave you, but it was only protected by like this one thin strap, so you weren't really gonna keep anybody out if they wanted it to. And then uh I think we can both agree, Kat, and what is the most hilariously appropriate innuendo ever <laughs> is that they made them into double enders when Mystique went under and Playround bought them, they put two of them on and made the double ender cartridge. I think that is the perfect thing, most perfect thing ever. Right? Is there anything better than a double ender of Beat'em and Eat'em and Lady in Waiting? No, like, that's just not something that, like, it's it's too perfect. I don't think anything could follow that and be that iconically perfect in relation to porn and video games. Yeah, so all of these games, all these Atari games, go for over 100 bucks. Uh, like about that and some of them go for more like if you look at beat them and eat them like that one is all over the place but it's normally like a hundred bucks and then but if you want philly flasher the male equivalent of beat them and eat them because beat them and eat them features a man masturbating and then a woman down below with her mouth open she's like got a flip top head so she's like canadian uh (laughs) south park (laughs) reference and um yeah so she's then catching it down there and then the reverse is true with uh, with Philly Flasher, except it's a witch. It's not just a woman up there with like, not like a pretty woman with long hair or anything. It's a witch, like a weirdly misshapen witch, and it's milk. So apparently she was a previously pregnant witch. And you're a dude with like a, another flip top head and you're like catching lactation. So WTF, who was like, you know which one I want? Man, this Philly Flasher, this is the one for me. Side note, I really want Philly Flasher now. Very much oh, so. No joke. Maybe you should clarify why you want it. Because one, it, well, it features a <laughs> witch, so it goes into my Halloween gaming. And is there anything funnier than that? And I just found out that it's the companion game to Beat'em and Eat'em, which I also have. Because Beat'em and Eat'em has the most hilarious title out of all of them. And yeah. now that, and Philly Flasher is like a funny one, and it's got a really funny cover. And I was like, oh, I kind of want that one before. But now that I know it's the counterpart and it features a witch, it, now I've got a trifecta of reasons to, to pick this up. Okay, well, that's fair. I just thought some clarification might be good. Yes. Uh, do you want to run down the rest of the titles uh, of these, cats so people know what they are? Of all of the Atari 2600 one? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> okay. Well, there's Bachelor Party and Bachelorette Party. Uh, Beat him and eat him, which you said. Burning Desire. Some of these I've never even heard of. I've just, I think there's only two and then a couple we talked about today. Uh, Cat House Blues. I'm assuming that's a brothel. You Who knows? should buy that one. Okay. Cat because House. it's a cat in it? Yes. That's yours. Okay. That's that, I'll take Philly Flasher. You get Cat House Blues. Okay. Well, no, but at the end of the list, I have one I want to talk about because I think that would be the one I want because it's freaking hilarious. And then, of course, next comes a controversial one with Custer's Revenge, which is another one I've heard of because I think most people have. Uh, Gigolo, Jungle Fever, Night on the Town, Lady in Waiting, and Philly Flasher, which, of course, is now on Johnny's list. And next, last we follow with the previously mentioned X-Man, not X-Men, X-Man. Which has a hilarious cover. It's got a chick off to the side in a black bra and underwear and garter and a man in the background that is like, looks like he is literally jumping around holding his balls. 
Right. He's like in his tidy whitey. He's just clutching that. He's looking like yeah. He's looking like a toddler who has to go to the bathroom. And that's what I was thinking. He looks like he has to go pee, or he's really afraid he's gonna lose it. <laughs> right. And what what else is hilarious about this? Okay, so why it was funny to me, and I hadn't really paid attention to any of what was in the the far background, but the objective is to reach the door at the center of the labyrinth, avoiding scissors, crabs, or teeth. I guess hence why he's running around holding his balls and stuff. Um, so that's the object of the game. You clear the stage, and it goes to a cutscene uh, featuring sex, but why well i guess i mean it makes sense why he'd be jumping around avoiding it why avoid teeth pro tip always avoid teeth well, yeah clearly but uh i mean yeah, that's why? not just in sex that's just in, in life teeth are like you know the mouth is a pretty dirty place and teeth like you don't want to get bit that's all i'm saying anywhere like on the face especially you don't want to be bit you'll get a serious disease you'll get an infection it will be horrible for you in life and in sex, always avoid teeth. Okay, well, that's fair. That's my advice to you today on this, on this episode. <laughs> oh, but if you're looking for one that's got a really funny um, uh, cover, that one's pretty hilarious. I'd also like to know if anybody has actually played this. I want to know how terrible it is. All right. You want, you want to know what isn't hilarious about this game? What? How expensive it is. Yeah, these seem to be collectible. Yeah, the like the U.S. version goes for several hundred dollars if you get it complete in box. I saw some cartridge-only Atari ones, uh, I mean German ones for Atari, that were like 150 But wow, like $700? Somebody's got a crazy price up there on eBay now. They've got like a graded one. They want like $18,000 or best offer. Okay, crazy pants trying to take advantage of people. Knock it off. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, just get out of here. GTFO. Go away uh, with these kind of shitty auctions people put up. Yeah, it, it's expensive. And all these games, you're not going to get one of these for like 20 bucks. They're all going to cost you like probably a C-note. So if you really want to collect, you know, porn-related video games, it's not going to be a an expensive endeavor. Well, it is going to be an expensive endeavor. I said an inexpensive. Oh, you said. I'm sorry, Cap. My bad. I'm not <laughs> hearing fine. you very well. Like, did I, I? I'm tired, so I might have. But anyway, I meant to say an inexpensive endeavor. It's, it's going to cost you a lot of money. <laughs> okay. All right. We're all clear now, and I was wrong. Um, you might want to record that and play it back whenever you need it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, men never admit when they're wrong. Oh, I do. I'm a married man. Been married a little while. It's the quickest path to victory is to okay. just admit you were wrong and move on. Uh, move Fair on. enough. Anyways, there there were some for the Commodore 64 as well. Uh, you know, funny girls, sex games, strip poker, and my favorite, The Farmer's Daughter. <laughs> All right. Great. Farmer's Daughter. Wow. So, I mean, and then there's a dry spell on the Sega Master System, but the Nintendo, the Nintendo comes through for us with the next round of the most popular ones. Maybe even the most popular. I don't know. But the Nintendo ones, we all kind of know them. They are the three Panasian games. And these are Bubble Bath Babes, Peekaboo Poker, and Hot Slots. And, oh boy, these are these are super pricey. They If you aren't going for an unlicensed set, you don't need these. But yeah, th this is... They're, they're crazy expensive. They're all over $1,000 for the cart. And then, like, all $2,000 if you, if you want them complete. 
Yeah, that's a that's a big investment. Like, I feel like you'd really want to have them, or like you said, you'd want that unlicensed set. But those are the ones, other than a couple on the Atari, those are really the only other ones that I knew about. So this has kind of been an interesting episode for me because I there's a whole bunch I didn't know about. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I, I do want to say just like I'm gonna backpedal a little bit. Everybody's probably heard of Leisure Suit Larry. I mean, that was a computer game. I didn't even have a computer because I was poor, but I knew about Leisure Suit Larry pretty early. Uh, before I knew about these Nintendo porn games, that's for sure. Leisure Suit Larry gets a bit of a bad rap because it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, but it's also definitely inappropriate. Just like a little shout-out to Leisure Suit Larry, who is mostly on the computer, though he does make an appearance later in uh, video games to consoles. Okay. So anyways, I just wanted to throw Leisure Suit Larry, because I know there's someone's out there, Leisure Suit Larry! What about Leisure Suit Larry? We got you guys. He's right there. We know where he is. It wasn't missed, right? Yep. I mean, we definitely missed a bunch, but I'm sure. And so correct me there, but not on Leisure Suit Larry. We're, we're selectively talking about our porn games. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and we're trying to focus on what actually came to the United States. There, yeah. Uh, everybody drink for that innuendo. Um, <laughs> and one of the Famicom ones that I want to check out, which I have not seen and didn't even hear about until this list was... Lipstick number one in five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell that means, but I'm curious. There was not really any on the Super Nintendo uh, that came to America. There was some homebrew stuff, but not like, not real games and nothing in America. Sega got one that was popular for Genesis because it was a shmup. And that one's called Divine Ceiling. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I mean, it didn't come to America, but it's very popular in repros. Oh, we should say that about the Nintendo games. If you just want them because they're hilarious, you can get a repro, like, of all three of them jammed into one cart. Uh, it's a three-in-one. There's another innuendo. Drink again. <gasps> that you can pick up. Normally, you know, we don't push repros very often, but yeah, if you just want to see what it's about, then go ahead. They also did a port of Beat 'em and Eat 'em onto the Nintendo unofficially they did this a few years ago so i think yeah, you guys have it. have it yeah so cat yeah. has it so we'll show a picture of that so you can even play that on the nintendo if you don't want to try and figure out how the hell to hook up an atari to a modern tv if you don't have something uh you know with that two-prong adapter where you have to screw it in the rf connector yeah. or whatever it is get the uh, nes one save yourself some work <laughs> yep and yeah i mean because now there's lots of ways to play nes's uh nes games on new tvs anyways uh yeah divine ceiling shmup so you go through shooting stuff, and then you get a scene of some women stripping after you beat the boss Okay. in between levels. I will throw out that on both, and then, uh, I think it was just on Super Nintendo, actually. If you're a fan of the Gradius series and, like, Salamander and that, and Life Force, there was Parodius or Parodesis, however you say it, um, and they have Sexy Parodesis. So that was, like, a game in Japan which was a little bit sexy. And I think that was okay. also on the Saturn as well. But it was also on the Super Nintendo. But it wasn't like fully, this is like, we know you're just trying to uh, play a pornography. That's not really, that's not, wasn't the full intent of that game. So okay. I, don't, I don't really classify that as one. That is a game I do want. And I there's, uh, Sean Tendo, I think, makes a repro of that. And I want one from him pretty bad. And I just haven't got around to it because I've been buying, it's always hard for me to buy repros. Um, right. Because I have to find additional money on top of the game collection. That's like a separate budget. But uh, Sean, I still you're still on my list. I have not forgot. So I just want to throw that out there. Anyways, what else did we get? 
Cat, so after, did we get anything really on the PlayStation? Like after or in the N64? Uh, not that I see, unless I'm missing something. No, I, th- I think you're right. We didn't really, nothing really going on there. So we no. Hit another dry spell. I guess uh, maybe with, you know, better internet, maybe there was less need for it in video games. I mean, maybe, or maybe people were just playing computer more, like just in right. general, because there was a bunch on there. Nothing on N64, not really much on the Genesis. But you know who does come through for us? Who? It's my favorite system to beat up on. <laughs> it's the Panasonic 3DO. Okay. Which is completely appropriate, because uh, they had a bunch of sex games. And I'm not sure if those were actually videos or games, but yeah, they they have a, a list of them, and I see them from time to time. Um, my favorite is probably Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. <laughs> That's a hilarious title. Yeah, so get yourself Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, because, you know, why wouldn't you? And if you can go look at it, it's an interactive romantic comedy. That's what they, they call it. Oh, well then. You get to choose the storyline. You get, like, two to three choices. It's like a DVD-style menu. Yeah, you know, FMV, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't worry about it. You should read the... <laughs> if you have time, go to the wiki for this thing and read Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. It's the best. It's, it's So it's definitely worth a read through the plot then, right? Yes, it uh, wasn't well-received, because uh, I guess by even by porn standards and game standards, it had bad acting. So what is that like? Um, yeah. So there you go. I mean, and before that, like the first uh, FMV that was like kind of sexy or had uh, some adult themes was Night Trap. If you guys remember Night Trap on the Sega CD. Yes. Uh, Yeah, that was like one. But that's not, again, not the thrust of that game was not porn. (laughs) Drink again. Um, Yeah. So that's that's all I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, it was out there, but there wasn't really much in this era. So no, like that, no, this, it was it was a dry spell, like you said. Yeah, and you would think with FMV, you know, we'd be getting a little more, but we're not. So, what are you gonna do? I guess you gotta wait until what PlayStation Two, I think, really, and GameCube that era. Yeah, I mean, still going strong on the computer, and still going strong in Japan, and you know, there's lots of visual novels and stuff going on, but for games, you like. It starts to become a little bit more mainstream with the PS2 that these aren't necessarily games that focused on having pornography, but suddenly they started to drop adult themes more heavily as games become more about the narrative experience and creating, you know, like stories to movies to draw people in. And also, I mean, what's the market is like young males, so definitely games like God of War want to show some breasts if they can, right? Well, of course, because it's going to draw in more audience. Right. So the Xbox was like the place. If you were if you were interested in, uh, you know, seeing some boobs <laughs> when you were playing the game, playing games, Xbox was your system. PlayStation 2 tried to do it. Even GameCube got into the act a little bit. OK, so there's a game that's on all three systems. Do you know which one it is, Kat? That's the BMX XXX one, right? Yeah, BMX Triple X, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, but on the PlayStation Cat, you can't see boobs. 
Oh, that's interesting. So no boobs. It's re- it's a tamed down version, so to speak. Yes. Okay. But but on the GameCube you can. <laughs> on the GameCube. This seems really backward. Right. Yeah, that what doesn't happened? seem right. I know. Uh, crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, uh, the GameCube allowed some boobs, and the Xbox definitely did. And then the Xbox came out with a slew of other games. You wanna you wanna list off those? Do you do you have those ones up? Yep. Drinking Dead game. or Alive, Extreme Beach Volleyball, the guy game, which I think that's the one I remember the um, cover of the most. Yeah, it got some. That one got some attention. And then Leisure Leisure. Oh my God, can't talk today. Leisure Suit Larry, Magnet Come, C U M. Everybody drink. L A U D E, Magnet Come, Laud, and then Playboy the Mansion. Yep. What? And that one had. That one had some boobs, uh, and then like the expansion, I guess if you were playing on the computer, did a better job of showing that. Um, okay. They, they, like, cause they kind of like blurred some stuff out, and then there was like a download uh, for some additional content, which, you know, if you were playing on the computer, I think gave you a uh, better experience, if that's what you're looking for. They said it was vaguely based on Hugh Hefner's life. Come on, really? No, it's, no, it's not. This was not a biopic, okay? Give me a give me a break. The Playboy Mansion, the game. No, not a biopic, guys. That was some nonsense. Oh, a game we missed, but it was Japanese. We'll do a little throwback to the previous gen Japanese stuff. Strip Fighter 2 on the TurboGrafx-16, which is a, a fighting game, which is okay. hilarious. Want for hilarity. And then the Saturn had a bunch that never came over here, but this is one I've played, um, and it gets brought out when... Um, this is actually a favorite of Damn It Steve's at like parties. You just put it on and I, I think it's the Yak Yukin special, which is basically rock, paper, scissors. And you okay. play rock, paper, scissors with these Asian girls. And if you win the rock, paper, scissors, they take off a piece of clothes. And I think you can lose three times and then your game's over. But you got to keep trying to win. And then if you do, they'll take off all of their clothes. These girls are not what I would call classically attractive. They're not beauties or anything. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe it's just not my culture, but it is hilarious to see it because you're just like, oh, no, please don't take that off. No, it's fine. Oh, God, I won. No, don't. No, it's, you know what? It's fine. It's Just keep your shirt on. So it's like strip rock, paper, scissors, but you don't want the other person to strip. Yeah, yeah, I'm a reluctant participant. I'm in okay. it for the hilarity, but uh, yeah, it, okay. it's not sexy. And they don't do like a sexy strip either. And you know, loading times aren't sexy. Disc loading no, times. No, oh man, no. No. So, anyways, just wanted to circle back to that. Okay, yeah, back to Xbox. A bunch of porn. There was some on the PS2 as well. Like I said, GameCube got in the action, which is, I mean, that is crazy to me that the GameCube was there. Yeah, I find that a little odd because you always think of Nintendo and, you know, a younger audience and family fun. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say, too, we, we mentioned Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. doesn't really have nudity. I mean, we all know the reason you bought Dead or Alive, so I think it's fine to include it here. Because you didn't you didn't buy it because you really wanted a volleyball game. You wanted it for full motion jiggling, right? That's right. What, when part of the selling point of the game is lots of, of smooth polygons, you're like, okay, so it's got a high polygon count? That's what you're selling me on? <laughs> so, okay, guys. And like, and a real physics engine. Like, okay, I know what's going on. Boob jiggle is the point of this game. Right. And that's pretty much it. 
And I, I mean, I don't fault you for wanting that in a game, but let's just not, I'm like, why, why throw the volleyball aspect in there at all? I guess to give you a reason to get it yeah. past your parents when you're a kid? Probably. And they, they did make a sequel to that, which came out on the PS4, but did not come out here. And then I we get to the Xbox, and that's really the place, uh, the Xbox 360, and then like the PS3. But Xbox is your home for porn. It really is. Back in the day, you could mod your Xbox, and you could rip it on there. And PS2 was harder, because it didn't have the hard drive. The 360 allowed it. You could play DVDs and stuff. They weren't blocked. And they came out with, you know... Like Mass Effect, they they start to drop like Skinamax level porn into a lot of their games, and that right. continues on, you know, all the way through the Xbox One, which is Nintendo is kind of out at this point. PS4 and PS3, they obviously allowed games like Mass Effect in there, and and The Witcher, and, and God of War, but that wasn't really their point. But I feel like Xbox, they're just like, yeah, you know, our our roots are the computer and pornography, and we're just gonna slap it on this, these games, right? So that's kind of that's kind of where we got to, right? But those ones aren't collectible. Nothing in this series is really okay. collectible. So once you get into modern gaming, like once you hit the Xbox level, none of this stuff is expensive. It's all be picked up pretty cheap. Strip, okay, Strip Fighter, know. that one's kind of expensive. Div- Divine Ceiling, which we talked about, that's like a $300 game, $150 game, depending on like which version you buy. Watch out for repros. All those are expensive. All the pro, like... Thousands of dollars for the NES ones. Um, we should mention the Vita before we go any further. If you are into visual novels and um, getting getting some story with your porn, PS Vita is <laughs> for you. Uh, PS4 does a little bit, but PS Vita, man. I mean, like, look at some of the covers for that. It, it's so uh, Japanese eroticism. Like, it's it's for you. You know what you're looking at. If hentai is your deal, the PS Vita. And your phone are really the two devices you need to carry around with you. Okay, fair enough. Because, you know, porn on the go, very important. I will say the Vita games, though, are more expensive. So if you're looking for the ones that might be expensive and collectible later, it's probably going to be the Vita ones. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Good to know. But, Kat, this is something, well, this is what inspired our topic. So you tell me your thoughts uh, on this. VR, how do you, what do you think is going to happen now? Well, obviously, with VRs, you know, VR porn is a no-brainer, right? Yes, and they actually just, hackers just got the PSVR to be able to play porn with a, with a hack. Interesting. So, I'm wondering, though, well, I mean, I, I get the point of it, but I'm wondering, is it worth going to that much work to put on the headset? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, you, have a, you have a headset. Yeah, I haven't. Are you? Gonna, are you uh, I haven't done that yet, though. But I do want to know. I'm, I'm curious. Like, is it going to be any good? Are you willing to strap on the headset and look? Oh God, yeah. No, I'm not a prude. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I, I have, I have the headset. I have not done this. Yet. Okay, so we both uh, have to do this that. and see if it's any good. Yeah, yeah. We're this is homework. This is like the best <laughs> homework assignment ever. Anybody uh, else yeah, with a VR but, who wants to join us, feel free. <laughs> yep, join the club. It's a twosome, but it could be a morsome at this point. <laughs> Go ahead and drink again. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, please join us for this very inappropriate episode. Uh, and we will report back to you, um, but we'll probably have to be a little more tame and just say whether we thought it worked or did not. And uh, that'll that'll come at a later episode. Drink I'm again. just kind of curious because, like, the, the VR headset kind of makes me motion sick. So is this, like, 
porn with a side of ocean sickness for me. I don't know. I, well, I I will let you know. There's got to be nothing less sexy than being motion sick. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I feel like it could be, but I don't know. It's it's specific games on the VR that more create the motion sickness. So maybe it'll be fine. Who knows? Uh, the car games get me. Yeah, Some that's what gets game, me. Yeah, because I'm okay. Like on Resident Evil, it doesn't really get me. But some of the car games, oh, yeah. I was like, okay, head between my knees, breathing into a bag, going to be okay. Don't throw up. Yeah, exactly. Like some of them, when you roll them, I have to shut my eyes because I'm like, by the time it gets there, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Okay. So that that's where we came to. Not collectible, modern very collectible and expensive uh, for the early stuff. Right. Most Mostly early stuff. There was a lot in America, newer stuff. And like in the middle, mainly stayed in Japan. And now now it's not like so much the games are pornography. Now it's just like they weave Skinamax style, you know, softcore into games as a selling point. Yes. And then now to the point of having game consoles that you can just watch porn on, but it is not a video game. So like, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. I guess at this point, we're just like, no, we don't even need games. Even though if you, if you do this mistake, porn game or porn video game into your Google search, be prepared to clear your browser history. That's all I'm saying was like, I should just research this at work. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Stop typing. Right now, I don't care if you're on your lunch. I'm like, I'm not even gonna type this into my phone. I'll, I'll wait. I'm glad I did. And if uh, you have, if you do an image search and you've got your safe filter off, just be prepared for whatever you see. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think uh, a little um, uh, browser history clearing after research for this episode is kind of necessary because you, it was really like finding the right combination of words to go together to find what you needed to find. Right. If you're looking for like a, a super list. Don't use the word sex or porn or pornography. Use erotic. Erotic is the word I found that works. Yes, and, and under Wiki, it's list of erotic video games. Yeah, so if you want to see what we saw, that's how I went and did my research, and that's how I found stuff. You will see other articles about the most pornographic or inappropriate games, and there's a lot of stuff like that, but really we want to stay more in the world of how it how it evolved, like, from the beginning, its origins, and whether those things were collectible or not to current day, and how it's kind of flipped. It's not really collecting, it's just a part of gaming. So the game will be collectible if it is. Like, Mass Effect has all these, you know, scenes in. The first one, like, some of the early Mass Effect uh, special editions are kind of collectible, but it's not because they have to do with pornography. They just happen to have some pornography in there. Okay. So, yeah, I'm curious to see if any of these like straight up porn games make it into uh into mainstream now that it's becoming a little more accepted uh if they will come out for the vr and if they will do you think they'll actually be physical games or will they just be downloads right so i think i'm leaning that they would because it's hard to distribute things like that it's hard to put them on a shelf yeah i i think you're right I think I think maybe the end of like collectible games like that is over. Maybe still in Japan that that's uh you know in Europe that's a little easier. But in America, I think you're gonna be stuck with downloads. Yeah, I think that's. But you know what? I feel like we're in the the mindset that we want everything immediately. So maybe that's not a bad thing. True. Uh, good news, collector. Good news here. The list of games for the U.S. isn't very long. They're all expensive, but the list isn't long. So. Take that for what you will. 
Yeah, so if you don't want a big collection and you're willing to spend, you're right in luck. Right. It's all, well, I don't want to say quality, but collectible over uh, collectible quality versus uh, quantity ratio very high. Yes, I think that's a really good way of putting it. I'm exhausted after that topic. Drink again. And <laughs> let's move to the second part of the show. All right. Uh, yeah, I didn't work in nearly as many innuendos as I wanted to. Oh, that's okay. I'm sure you'll think of some, too. <laughs> to follow up some of these comments, like it posted after we uh, we post this up. I didn't want to be, like, too blatant or too... I didn't want to go over the top, though I do love a good innuendo. Yes, that's I true. Do, I, you do. I do. Wildly inappropriate. Love it. Um, <laughs> okay. So, what are we playing? And uh, what have we bought? It's, it's that time again. That would be nothing and nothing on my end. I haven't done anything except work. You haven't done... You want to know how busy I've been? Like, just trying to do other things? I have not played Zelda. Oh, my goodness. So you must have been busy. Yeah. It's been deeply disappointing. I turned it on. A friend came down to visit, and he wanted to see Zelda. So I let him see Zelda. I turned it on for a little bit, watched him play it, and then, like, promptly passed out because I was tired. While he was trying to play. Okay. But, you know, like created his own game for him. I haven't even gone back to see if that deleted my file. It's been so long. Like, Binding of Isaac came out. Lots of cool stuff is coming out for the Switch. I'm super interested. I just haven't... No time, man. No time. It, it comes. It, it goes in waves. So it will. you will have Drink time again? at some point. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, like, when I've had time to, I just... I need to do something brainless. I'm like, uh, I can't... Can't do it. I need to just, like, watch mindless television for an hour and right. go to bed. Yeah, so, it, it happens when you're busy. Yep, I've been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so that's <laughs> what I'm watching. Okay, well, you're watching something. That's good. Yeah, well, and I bought some Buffy games. Okay. That's cool. Uh, as part of what I bought, I bought uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Sacrifice for the DS, but it is the Italian version, but I hear that it has English text. So that's what I bought because that one was $10 versus the UK one, which was like $45. Oh, smart. Yeah, I mean, the same game. It's English text in either one. So as I would prefer a North American title, but it didn't come here. So whatever. Italian, so I went with my native land. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, So yeah, that's what I bought. I also bought a bunch of, you know, like some PlayStation games. Not I've been too heavy into collecting like i actually haven't bought that much on ebay we haven't talked and god it seems like what three weeks or something i know it's it's weird other than like the quick text but usually you and i talk like more regularly than we have (laughs) oh yeah and like well you know i'm normally a very prompt text responder and when you don't hear from me for like a day yeah i was like you're busy busy. (laughs) yeah it it has been crazy i think last time we talked i said i bought that zelda Oh, there is a Wii porn game. I forgot. It wasn't quite porn, but there was this game called Wii Dare, which came out um, in Europe and Japan. Didn't make it here. And it's made by Ubisoft. And it's kind of like an adult-themed party game with, like, some kissing and spanking and innuendos and stuff. Okay. Wii Dare. But they didn't do the W-I-I Dare. They went actually W-E Dare. So that's a oh. that's a lost opportunity. Uh, yeah. And they used to love to do that. We ski, we party, all this other stupid shit they used to do. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Ubisoft messed it up. On the cover, it's great, though, because there's, like, this pink, like, uh, high-back chair, like, Victorian, and there's, like, 
pink fuzzy cuffs on it, like just laying there casually. Huh? I'm like, yeah, it's got a hilarious cover. So I bought that for this show. And I, I bought the Playboy Mansion game for the Xbox for the show too. So we, we would have it. So those are some things I bought. But I didn't, I only got the We Dare on eBay. So I bought one game on eBay, even though I picked up quite a few games, like about 20 games lately in the last month. Only one of them have been from eBay. So that, that's okay. interesting. That's not, that is interesting. It's not normal. Normally I have to target things more. Yeah. I said, um, a lot. I'm going to have to edit all of those. Or I'm just going to leave it. And you guys, sorry. Sorry for all my ooms today. That's what happens oh, when I'm tired. I, I thought of something. Okay. I didn't buy something, but I did get a Nintendo Switch. Oh, you got a Switch? Yes. Oh, and wh- what prompted that? Uh, I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That prompted that. So, okay. um lucky. I thought, well, for free, sure. And have, and have you tried it? <laughs> I have not. It is still in the box. I'm getting there eventually. It's a portable. You'll love it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I haven't. It, it, it has been on my list, and it's not from not wanting to. It's just literally not having the time. So by the time we record the next episode, I will have uh, got a chance to take it out, play with it, and see if I love it, hate it, whatnot. Okay, cool. Cool. That's something. Yeah, you got some. As, and John hasn't tried it out yet? No, we've both been busy, so it's just one of those things. It's like kind of like you said, sometimes you're tired and you just want to just like put on the TV and not do anything. Yeah, I like I can't even watch I can't watch something new even. There's like shows I just catch I'm like it needs to be familiar and I can't have to think too much while I yeah. watch it. You kind of have to be okay with just like zoning out. Like I feel like right now if I were to open it up, I wouldn't appreciate it and i might just be like i don't care because i'm tired and that's not like giving it a fair shake yeah that that's that's a good point yeah definitely yeah keep it under wraps until you're ready yeah exactly okay uh let's see do you have anything else cat oh, can we wrap it up no i think that's it other than if anybody's got a, a video game uh porn video game collection i want to know how many games you have and and why because I know the reason, if I had them all, I know why I would have them, but I want to see if my reasoning is the same as somebody else's. Yeah, please show us your porn game. Use the hashtag collector's porn and uh, show us your games. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's what I want to see. I don't okay, actually have enough. a hashtag for that, but if you do use the hashtag collector's porn, I will look. I promise. Yes, and you will be very happy probably. Yeah, I wonder if that's already a tag. We'll have to see. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll throw it up on the episode, hashtag collector's porn. I like it. And, oh, uh, a message. This is a thing I've been doing lately on Instagram. couple of things. Two new things I'm doing. One, we all know how popular Zelda is and, like, Switch and Mass Effect and all the all the games you're tired of seeing. Halo. I know you love Mario. I know you love Metroid. I know you love Castlevania. I love these things, too. And I'm not saying don't show them. Please continue to show me, like, your cool and awesome setups for these things. Totally appreciate it. I like every picture of Castlevania I've ever seen. True story. But it's nice to sometimes share stuff we haven't seen. So pick out a weird game in your collection and show me something maybe I haven't seen. I mean, I've seen a lot of things, but just because I have doesn't mean everybody else has. So instead of being an echo chamber, let's let's occasionally break it up and use the hashtag have you played. That's all together. Have you played? And then show me a game you don't think I've seen. 
That's what I've been encouraging people to do. If you search that tag, you'll see games maybe you haven't played or that other people have played that are quirky and awesome. You know, you just might find something you weren't expecting, and I, I think that's good every once in a while. So Yeah, I think that's great. And then the other thing I've been doing, you know, it's always nice to give a shout-out when someone hooks you up or someone's helpful. And, you know, I've been starting a kind of a mini-movement within myself just to be more grateful because sometimes I forget and I, you know, I get so busy and I forget to say thank you because I'm just moving, not because I'm not thankful or grateful, but I just get too busy and I'm like, oh man, I have to thank that person. This person helped me and I didn't say, I didn't do enough shit. Uh, so I've created the hashtag grateful gamer just so when you're grateful, when you're feeling a moment, someone has helped you out for anything. Maybe they hooked you up with a game, even if you had to buy it. If they helped you out with a deal, gave you info, you want to call someone out, that's a hashtag I've been using just to kind of keep myself a little bit grounded. And, uh, you know, just try to remember that uh, we're a good community of people and it's nice when we can share and, you know, be grateful people rather than, you know, trying to trying to get one over or be like weird hoarders and hiding. I've seen a bunch of this lately and what's made me, what's prompted the tag. I've seen a lot of people buying up stuff they think is going to be rare in the future, hoarding it, showing yeah. it off, and then talking about how rare it is, and then buying up all the copies they can find, and then artificially inflating the price. This is a process, uh, which I talked about, had happened in the past. It used to be a lot easier to do. But, like, manufacturing rarity or, or just, like, this kind of behavior is... I don't find it cool. If you do it, whatever. You, I'm not going to tell you how to make your money or how to do anything. I don't mind resellers at all. If you buy stuff and resell it, flip it. Hey, if you found a $5 game at a flea market and you're selling it for $300, cool, make your money. That That's great. Resellers provide a valuable service. So I know a lot of people get like, oh, resellers, god damn it, ruining the hobby. Look, at least they're getting the games out there. The games are at least still in circulation. They might be expensive, but they're there. Like this act of hoarding right. and inflating the market and pumping it up for your own thing later I, I draw a line there, and I don't like it much. I, I leaves kind of a bad taste in my mouth, and that's not how I am. So this point of view is unique to me. If you disagree, cool. Don't even talk to me about it, because just, we'll just argue. I don't care, right. but I'm trying to stay grateful. I invite you to be grateful with me. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Cool? I think that's a good thing. All right. Until uh, next week, though, I'm not sure when this is going to go up. I might edit it and get it up before Easter, or you might be listening to it right after Easter. If you're listening to this before Easter, here's what you need to know. There will not be an episode the Monday after Easter. If you're listening to it the Monday after Easter, congratulations! We put an episode up. But you know, I don't like to I don't like to put an episode up around a holiday. So, it's already Monday though, so this will be like a Tuesday episode into a short week. Hopefully I get it up tonight. No promises. If not, you'll have have a come back from Easter episode. That's all I can promise. Sounds good! Alright everybody. Until next time, goodbye.
congratulations on listening this far. You found the show's hidden Easter egg. You know, because Easter. For that, you get my top five Easter or egg-themed games. Alright, number one is Elemental Gimmick Gear, or Egg, for the Sega Dreamcast. Number two, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, for the GameCube. Number three, Eggs of Steel, for the PlayStation 1. Number four, Egg Mania, Extreme Madness, for the PS2 and GameCube. And the obvious number one, or number five, Easter Bunny's Big Day for the PS1. Happy Holidays.